Welcome in. Tuesday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. It's March 16th. Thanks for stopping by. Thomas Miller here. Fairly short episode today, but we are going to talk about something that I thought would be interesting. We'll drill down on what happened up in the sky last night at 6.26 p.m. Mercury, as we say around here, slid into Pisces. Some people in the astrology circles would say ingress, but that sounds technical. And this is the fun astrology podcast, so let's use the word slid into while you were not looking last night. (laughs) So there's something interesting about Mercury in Pisces, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But before we do, the moon is going to be changing signs this morning at 6.56 a.m. Eastern Time. The moon slides into Taurus, where you should feel a little more grounded for the next couple of days. Yay, we will take that, won't we? I was struggling with that Aries moon a little bit yesterday. I could definitely, boy, the the calibration was off in some areas, and uh, that might have been part of it. So we'll welcome that Taurian earthy groundedness. Now, let's play with another concept. Let's talk about Mercury. Mercury just moved into Pisces. As we're starting the day today, it still is at zero degrees. It's a quick transit. It only lasts until April 3rd. So it's got the pedal to the metal, as they used to say. I don't know if they say that anymore. (laughs) That might be an old one. But um, Mercury only is in there for a little over two weeks. It gives us something to work on in our lives. And here's the deal. You know, we talk about this a lot on here. The two sides of the coin, the paradox, the positive side, the shadow side, right? We go into that quite a bit. And really our theme around here is... Every coin has two sides. I took that straight from Steve Forrest in narrating his audiobooks. Credit where credit is due. He looks at the chart with both sides of the coin in mind. And, you know, in the paradoxes of life, that's how we can make sense of these things. So these energies that are represented in the astrological chart are basically mirrors of what's going on in life, orchestrated or reflected by these by the mystery and the miracle of the planets in the sky. And then through all of that, we're able to study and learn and learn a little bit about ourselves and perhaps something about our path. And we humans have been looking up into the sky for some guidance and direction for thousands of years. And speaking of, that's pretty good transition because the ancient astrologers assigned planets and signs where the planet is said to be an exaltation. So think of it like this. Do you like, A, the beach, B, being dropped off on the bank of an Alaskan cruise in January? (laughs) You would say, well, Thomas, the obviously easy answer to that is, I love the Alaskan sceneries and the cruise sounds wonderful, but if you're talking January, I want to be on the beach in Florida. I would feel exalted. Now, the other side of that coin is what, in astrological terms, is called the fall. So if you dropped me off of the boat in January on the bank and said, good luck, find your way home, I would feel in fall. <laughs> feel like, I'm not happy here. I'm not thriving here. So, And this is nothing about those of you listening in Alaska. We love Alaska. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm just trying to find a, an analogy of opposites here. Besides, you Alaskan locals would 
be right to say, y'all just stay home anyway. We got this handled, right? Don't give up your beauty. Don't tell people about it. <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> you know, they have those highway signs over the highway and LEDs now. There's one over I-70 in Colorado coming out of Denver, heading west. It says, welcome to Colorado. Now go home. I'm not kidding. <laughs> the state the state puts that up there. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Well, the planet Mercury is exalted in the sign of Virgo. It also rules Virgo. Now we've also talked about the concept of polarity. Astrology and life is built on polarity. So the opposite sign of Virgo is Pisces. So Mercury is on the Floridian beach in Virgo. It is sitting on the ice boulder in Alaska in January in Pisces. Do you get the idea? Now, there are some other Hellenistic and medieval extrapolations of this that I'm not going to go into. But if you Google around this, if you're ready to learn or interested in learning this, one of the things you can do to learn help learn astrology is you could Google what the planets, exaltations, and falls are. They're all the opposites on the chart. And you just write that down on a note card. Then when a planet changes signs, so the sun will be the next one after, well, Mercury just did, use that as an example, goes from Aquarius to Pisces. The sun is getting ready to go from Pisces to Aries this weekend. You look on your card and you see, is it in exaltation or fall? After you've been watching that for a while, you start to see the pattern. Now, here's the paradox. Pisces, especially with Neptune in there and accentuated with the sun in there, is all about connection. We've talked about this, right, the last week or two. The connection with the divine, the connection with spirit, the connection with the inner self, the intuition. It's also the other side of the coin, the dreaminess, the scatteredness, the Earth to Thomas, because I have Neptune in and my son conjunct in another sign, but very familiar with this energy. So Mercury comes to the party, and Mercury is all about the mind and the intellect and communication. But let's just focus on the mind, the intellect, the learning, the knowledge. Mercury wants to read about it and figure it out. Mercury wants to analyze it. Mercury wants to come up with a game plan. What are the action steps? That's why it's so good in Virgo. That's why it rules Virgo, because it wants to organize. It wants to take all the data and make it symmetric. Well, when you put Neptune and the sun in Pisces, all it wants to do is go down to that Floridian beach and sit and stare at the water. It's ethereal. It's dreamy. It's lack of focus. Now, the other big piece of this we can summarize in saying we are driven from our heart or we are driven from our head. So the next two weeks, as Mercury moves itself through Pisces, what we are looking at is the dynamic of are we going to follow our heart more than our head? Because Mercury in that detriment fall position in Pisces is saying, I'm not so good here. Well, what is good in Pisces? You've got Neptune and the sun there. You got the sun there for another week. So one of the two weeks you've got the sun there. Follow your heart. Learn how to follow your heart. 
And that's the paradox. And that's how it works. All right. Hope that helps. Hope that gives you a little picture of the nuances of this particular aspect. Very good. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you again tomorrow on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. 